Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air. No doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Lovers in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bringer by specifics and the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air thing that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding lovers in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bringer by specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air thing that your thoughts transmits it. Get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intention straight out. Alright, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories and shit that works. You have to activate the pipe in which that produced this black chemical called melanin. We, what we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and exoteric study. Playtime is over.
Peace, peace. This is Brother Fahim Richardsonville. Filling up with Dr. Arlene. You'll be for tonight. I'll be your host for tonight. And tonight's topic will be about uh, just a little bit on uh, white slave, so-called white slavery in the Barbary states and how uh, Europeans were largely enslaved than a lot of people think. and especially by enslaved by our ancestors. Because a lot of people don't know that uh, Europeans were enslaved as well as uh, Asiatic people. They're always talking about, uh, they're always talking about Asiatic slave owners owning other Asiatic slaves. But what they don't tell you is that by the, the, the Asiatic slave owners also owe, uh, own a lot of European slaves on a massive scale. Just want to put that out there, you know. Uh, I'm also going to uh, talk on, uh, read off of the Clock of Destiny by C.M. Bay. <clears throat> he was a third degree and 33rd and 306th degree master Mason Morris astrologer. So I'm going to read a little bit. Uh, first, I'm going to start reading off a little bit from the, what you call, the book called They Were White and They Were Slaves by Michael A. Hoffman II. It says here, the untold story of enslavement of whites in early America. Hmm. There were two sorts of first such as were bought over by masters of ships, be sold as servants, such as we call them, my dear, says she, but they are more properly called slaves. Although you know, stop right here, some of us know that uh, slaves came from the word Slav, or Yugoslavians, or Slavic, an Eastern European term. Because they were known as slaves. Slaves were really identified with European people and not with Asiatic or Aboriginal indigenous people, as a lot of people are led to or misled to believe. Okay, let me finish. Let me go on here. There is a history of white people that has never been told. Any in any coherent form, largely because most modern historians have, for reasons of politics or psychology, refused to recognize white slaves in early America as just that. Today, not a tear is shed for the suffering of millions of own enslaved forefathers, or what you could say European, their forefathers. 200 years of white slavery in America has been almost completely obliterated from the collective memory of the American people. And that's uh, so true because as I just got through saying, most people don't really know that Europeans or what they uh, misnomered as white people were enslaved. As a matter of fact, the most indigenous slaves in the South were so-called white people. At the time of the Civil War, uh, the European slave masters were only numbered about five, 
at that time. Who were the Western slave owners? At the time, a lot of people don't know that once Moors ruled the South. I know that's hard for a lot of people to believe because what they have been told in their history classes in schools, in, in history class, that's what you've been told and that's what you've been taught and brought up on. But all that was a facade. Yes, true. Uh, Moors that own slaves, own other Moors, that was true. But they also own European slaves, as I said before, on a massive scale. Let me move along here. To be reminded that half, perhaps as many as the two-thirds of the original American colonists came here, not of their own free will, but kidnapped, shanghaied, impressed, duped, beguiled, and yes, in chains. We tend to gloss over it. We are prepared to forget the whole sorry chapter. Says here, Elaine Candle, Los Angeles Times, September 1st, 1985. So you're talking about recent. They were still trying to cover this up. This was during recent history. This is this in 1985. You know, um, You never. Like I showed, I showed you how they twisted history up, how they turned everything backwards to suit their ends. Uh, this is uh, this is need to be taught in the curriculum in the schools today. But a lot of people, uh, especially our people, they are always talking about they did this to us, they did that that to us. Uh, especially when they talk about the Thanksgiving holiday, as I spoke on last. Uh, the blog talk show last week. You know, um, some brothers and sisters, they say, that, yeah, they did us in. They did this to us. They did that to us. But, yeah, but we did that to them first. We enslaved them first. All they done was reverse it. The blueprint was already set for them to reverse the slave and on us. But a lot of us was already slaves anyway, enslaved by our own people. But, as I say again, we enslave a lot of their people as well, like I said, on a massive scale. And a lot of our ancient uh, 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 forefathers and fathers made a mint over the slavery on both sides. A men off of them. Huge profits. Our people did that. And the reason why I'm bringing this out because a lot of us need to stop playing that that that, that victim role. Come off that victim game and start taking responsibilities for ourselves. That's what we need to start doing. So we can move on the Moorish Empire. Okay, let me go on here. A correct understanding of the authentic history of the enslavement of whites in America could have profound consequences for the future of the races. We cannot be sure that the position of the earliest Africans differed markedly, mark, markedly from <clears throat> that of the white indentured servants. The debate has considered significance for the interpretation of race relations in American history. 
Most of the books on white labor in America are titled with words like white indentured servitude, white bond servants, white servants, etc. Let me stop here. It says white bond servants, <clears throat> okay, because uh, certain uh, European uh, plantations were known as plantations, but the certain plantations that the Moors owned were known as bonnie fields. I'm going to put that out there, too. Okay, let me move on here. It is interesting that white people who were bound to a condition of what became, in many cases, permanent chattel slavery into death are not referred to as slaves by establishment academics. With the massive concentration of educational and media resources on the Negro experience of slavery, the unspoken assumption has been that only Blacks have been enslaved to any degree or magnitude worthy of study or memorial. The historical record reveals that this is not the case. However, so-called white people have been sold, have been sold as slaves for centuries. Because at that time, a lot of their own European brethren had no qualms of selling them off to us. During the uh, uh, the Barbary uh, uh, Wars, the Barbary Wars, you uh, say, for instance, a lot of them had paid a lot of taxes to us to pass through these waters. But the greed and uh, and all that, they had seized a lot of them European ships anyway. They had seized them and held them for ransom. That's why a lot of those Roman, the church, the Roman Vatican church, they, they had like, saved a lot of money to buy a lot of their people back. Seize their, we have seized their ships. We have took on a lot of those hundreds of hundreds of thousands of European families who were kidnapped from their homes, all over from Ireland, England, France, Germany, all over Europe. They were set here in North America. Yes, seized their ships and seized their women as well and ravaged their women. Yes, Moors did that. Moors did that. That's why today you cannot get reparations for slavery. We can't get reparations for it. As me, Dr. Aleem El Bay was talking one time, he was saying that at one time uh, the Irish people, which was hundreds of thousands of them, was kidnapped from Ireland and set here in the, north, in the wilderness of North America and was enslaved by a lot of our people. And they were known as green niggers. This is what I'm talking about. This is what has been happening. Let me go on here. Most of the books on white labor in, in early America are titled the words of, okay, I'm already, already. Okay, with the massive concentration of educational and media, resources of any appearance of slavery, I'm reading this over again. The unspoken assumption has been that only blacks have been enslaved. And, 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 and they do. They talk about only Moors has been enslaved, no one else. 
Moors, the Moors that were slave owners, they always talk about Moors uh, enslaving other Moors, but they never tell you how Moors enslaved a whole lot of Europeans on a massive scale. They never talk about that. Let's move along here. It says here, white slavery in ancient and medieval Europe. Among the ancient Greeks, despite their tradition of democracy, the enslavement of fellow whites, even even fellow Greeks, was the order of the day. Aristotle considered white slaves as things. The Romans also had no compunctions against enslaving whites, who they too termed a thing. In his agricultural writings, the first century B.C., Roman philosopher Varro labeled white slaves as not, nothing more than tools that happen to have voices. Hmm. The elders, the discoursing, the discoursing of, on plantation management, proposed that white slaves, uh, when old or ill, should be discarded along with worn-out farm implements. These are Europeans they're talking about. Their own European business that they're talking about. Says that Julius Caesar enslaved as many as one million Europeans from Gaul. Gaul, which was the ancient name for France at that time. Some of whom were sold to the slave dealers who followed his victorious legions. From a book by William D. Phillips, Jr., Slavery from Roman Times to the Early Transatlantic Trade. In A.D., in the year of domination 319, the Christian emperor of Rome, Constantine, ruled that if any owner whooped his so-called white slave to death, he should not stand in any criminal accusation. If the slave dies and all statutes or limitations and legal interpretations are thereby set aside. Wow. The Romans enslaved thousands of the early so-called white inhabitants of Great Britain who were known as Angles, because at one time England was known as Angoland, where where England come from. Okay? I'll read this over again. The Romans enslaved thousands of the early white inhabitants of Great Britain who were known as Angles, from which we derive the term Anglo-Saxon as a description of the English race in the 6th century, Pope Gregory I witnessed blonde-haired, blue-eyed English boys awaiting sale in a slave market in Rome. Acquiring of their origin, the Pope was told they were Angles, Gregory replied. Says there, non-Angli, see Angli, that's in Roman, that's in, that's in or Moorish Latin, not Angles, but angels. When the Franks, Germans, conquered the Visigoths in southern Gaul, huge numbers of so-called whites entered the slave markets. After Charlemagne's conquest of Saxony, during which many pagan Saxons were enslaved, he set up a network of parish churches to provide for the maintenance of the priests and the church. Those living in the parish were to donate a house and land as well as a male and female. Saxon slave to the church for every 120 people in the parish. This was the, this is what this is their church now. This was the church that did this. These churches did this, these things to these people. Show you how hypocritical they are. 
hypocrites. Says Arab, says the Arabs and the and the traffic and so-called white slaves. The trade in European slaves was one of the few sources of foreign exchange for Western European powers in a period when the East produced the goods that Europeans could not procure elsewhere. The sale of European slaves to Asia and Africa was one of the few sources of gold for European treasuries. Let me just let me repeat this again. The sale of European slaves to Asia and Africa was one of the few sources of gold for European treasures. Because they sold Europeans to a lot of Africans too. And on the African continent. A lot of people don't know that. Why isn't this taught in your history classes in school? Well, you can do the math on that. Let me move along here. At the same time, oh no, let me move on here. From the from the eighth to the eleventh century, France was a major transfer point for European so-called white slaves to the Muslim world. Read it again. From eighth to the eleventh century, France was a major transfer point for so-called white slaves to the Muslim world with Rome being the center of the selling of Irish and Flemish slaves. At the same time that France was a transfer point for slaves to the Muslim world, Italy was occupying much the same position. Venetians were selling slaves and timber across the Mediterranean. Or the Mediterranean. The slaves were usually Slavs. Slavs. Okay? Brought across the Alps. The Venetians were the earliest successful Italian sea traders and because profits on slave trade with the Muslims were lucrative. That's right. They resisted efforts to stop them in return for their exports of timber, iron, and European slaves. As, the, as they would say, white slaves. They brought in Oriental luxury products, mainly, uh, mainly fine cloths. The stereotype from the establishment consensus history is of the Muslim slaver herding chain blacks through the desert, in fact, for 700 years until the fall of Muslim Spain. Or, you, or some, uh, sometimes they would say Muslim Spain, then would say Moorish Spain, but it was Moorish Spain. I'm going to correct that. Those being herded were first and foremost overwhelmingly Overwhelmingly white. Now, I'm going to read this over again. Some of you may not have got this. The stereotype from, from the stereotype from, establish, from the established consensus history is of the Moors, slaver, herding, chain, so-called blacks through the desert. In fact, in fact, for several hundred years until the fall of the Moorish Spain, of more Spain, those who were being herded were first and foremost overwhelmingly white Europeans. Before the ninth century, the Moors generally brought Christian Europeans as slaves. By the tenth century, Slavs became the most numerous imported group. During the late Middle Ages until the fall of Granada in the late fifteenth century, most slaves of the 
of the Muslims were Christians from the northern kingdoms and the vast lands of Eastern European steps from the 8th to the 12th century. There was well-developed slaving network. Slavs and Finns called Sakhalida, slaves indiscriminately by Muslims. Or Moors entered the Muslim world by these Caspian and Black Sea roads. That's how the, sea, that's how the Black Sea uh, uh, that's how the Black Sea became named the Black Sea because of the Moors ruled the Black Sea at one time. Not to say that we are black or we are not black. We are Moors, but that was descriptive. That's how it became. That's how it became the Black Sea. Just want to put that out there. Okay. The fate of the hundreds of thousands of European or white slaves sold to the Arabs was described in one Spanish text as atraximsima. It for most atrocious and harsh. The men worked to death as galley slaves. The women, girls, and boys were used as prostitutes. Okay? We did that. The Asiatic Moors did that. Okay? Seriously, a so-called or misnomer white males had their genitals mutilated, mutilated and castration attempts Bloody procedures of incredible brutality, which most of the European men who were forced to submit did not survive. Judging from the high prices of white or so-called white eunuchs commanded throughout the Middle Eastern slave markets, and, and this is uh, uh, true. Uh, you can read the book of uh, the history of the Moorish Empire, Volume One and Volume Two, and they will. Uh, uh, put that out there also that a lot of these Europeans were eunuchs and this is what a lot of our people done to these people okay and the reason why I'm putting this out there boys because we gotta stop I say it again I say it again I say it again we gotta stop playing stop stop playing that victim role you know not to make any excuses for these Europeans. I don't make none for them. But we have done a number on these people as well. All they've done was payback time. That's all that was, payback. Now we paid the debt. Now it's time for us to move on to regain the Moorish Empire to where it's supposed to be in its rightful place. We as sovereigns, we are the sovereigns of the land of America, of the Americas, of the Almorocks. We are the true Americans. We are the aboriginal indigenous Americans of America. We are the first inhabitants of these lands, of the Almorocks, or Almorocco. We are the true Almoroccan, misnomer American. Okay, so therefore I'm, I'm I'm putting this out here because so we can move on.
Okay, let me let me get let me move along here. Tenth century, the Muslims generally brought Christian Europeans as slaves. By the tenth century, Slavs became the problem. I read it. I read. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, white males had. Okay, I read that also. Uh, escape from North America and the Middle East was almost impossible, and those so-called white slaves were caught trying to flee, were punished by having their noses and their ears cut off, or worse. Mm. Early Muslim texts provide insights into the extent to which the Arabs identified Europeans with slavery, classified must nominate white slaves as animals and even produce learned racist disquisitions on the supposed merits of emasculated East European slaves. In his ninth century treatise on beasts, the Book of Animals, the Muslim scholar Yahiz writes, another change which overcomes the eunuch of two slaves of Slavic race who are twins, one castrated, the other not. The unique becomes more disposed towards service, wiser, more able, apt for various problems of manual labor. All these qualities you find only in the castrated one. On the other hand, his brother continues to have the same native torpor, the same lack of natural talent, the same imbecility, common, common slaves and the incapacity for learning a foreign language. It says in the book by Charles Verendon, The Slave in Medieval Europe, Volume One. But this is this is uh this is part of the slave uh history. They always talk about the African slave trade, you know, no, it was the slave trade, period. A lot of people may say, well, what are you talking about them Europeans for? What are you talking about them here? No, I feel sorry for them. But no, no, I ain't saying I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to feel sorry for them. Don't, please. But I'm just putting this out here because this is, this is the part of the world history most people don't know about. We need to show you and tell you how twisted and how backwards uh, history is how they change history around, how they turn the history books around to have you thinking one way, have you thinking th- things went that way and it didn't. Told you last week about John Henson being the first president of the United States of America, the first. We talk about Thanksgiving uh, being a European holiday. Thanksgiving is not a European holiday. It's purely Al-Moroccan, or what they say, purely American. Created by an Al-Moroccan. John Henson and his brother came out of their own pockets to uh, 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 had real money. In those days, bought shoes clothing, equipment for the Continental Army. 
founded the first post office with Bob Morris. That's what the Thanksgiving was about, about us, before they did all that corruption and add on to it. Let me move along here. It says here, so-called whites were also enslaved in Russia. I do not refer here to serfdom, which was a later development. Knowledge of the existence of slavery in early modern Russia is not widespread. Many people know of the existence of serfdom and confuse the two. The white Russian Miskovites were enslaved both by northern European raiders as well as massive slave-catching operations launched by the Mongols and the and the Ottoman Empire. Now, you be all know who the Ottoman Empire is, don't we? Those who know. They were Moors. They were Moors, sisters and brothers. That's why when the Ottoman Empire finally fell in 1916, that's when the turkey was introduced as part of the delicacy for Thanksgiving dinner. They wanted to make mockery of the turkey because they know the ancient Turks were Moors. This was a celebration of the fall of the final fall of the Moorish Empire. That's where the turkey comes into play. But the turkey came into play centuries before that on a more positive, on a more positive note for the Moors, because they wanted to choose the turkey as the part of the Great Seal instead of the uh, the phoenix bird or Roman eagle, as some people may refer to. The turkey was. commemorate the ancient Turkish Moors that contribute by a large scale in the development of this country for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years before any European set foot to it. Foot on it, I'm sorry. Because at that time before hundreds, I mean hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years before any European had set foot on this American soil, the Constitution was already here. We already had constitutional structured government. The one they're using today. That is not a so-called white man instrument or paper. Constitutional law is our law. A contract we just set up between the Moors and the Europeans to cease all these wars between each other. And oh, and let's not get at least the peace of a peace of a treaty of peace and friendship, which is the longest treaty in the world. Which we still have to this very day. The longest treaty with us and the Europeans. <laughs> A lot of us don't even know that either. But it's the longest treaty. And you can get that uh, from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., and get a certified copy of that. Every more should have that 
in their library. Okay? Let me move along here. Russians also enslaved each other to such an extent that in 1571 an official slave chancellery was established which formally codified so-called white slavery as a Russian institution. Hmm. We have here what we call the Viking slavers. From the Vikings. And in the tenth century the Vikings sold tens of thousands of whites to the Arabs of Spain. This again. In the ninth century the Vikings sold tens of thousands of whites to the Arabs of, of Spain. Now you know who they talk you know who they are talking about, don't you? But he don't really come out in his book. The Arabs, he's talking about the Moors. At that time, it was known as Moorish Spain. But the Arabs mean people of mixed blood or of mixed races. That's what Arab means. Okay? According to Michael Wood's book, In Search of the Dark Ages, an Arab traveler traveler of the time who came to Spain remarked on the great numbers of European slaves in harems and in the militia. The place of the Emir, Emir of Cordoba, palace of the Emir of Cordoba, and particularly had many mis- uh, European girls. Okay? The Emir, Emir is a Moorish we have Amirs. I have a brother uh, that I work with named Amir. His name is Amir. Amir El Day. Or El Day. That is strictly Moor. You're strictly talking about Moors. Okay? Talking about our people. Of these unfortunate people, the Vikings were undoubtedly a major source of supply. The Arabs, and, well, we could say the Moors in Spain, saw the long-term potential of this trade, and as early as the 840s, sent a diplomatic mission to Scandinavia to put it on an organized basis. The most westerly component of the newly medieval slaves trade in Europe was the British Isles. In the 11th century, the Vikings were active slave traders in Ireland. Spoke about Ireland a little earlier in the lecture, right? From Ireland, the Vikings took the slaves to be sold in Moorish Spain and Scandinavia, and even to be transported into Russia. Some may have been taken as far as the Constantinople and the so-called Muslim Middle East. The Norwegian slave trader was an important enough figure to appear in the 12th century tale of Tristan. Icelandic literature who provides numerous references to raiding and Ireland as a source for slaves. Norwegian king, Norwegian Vikings made slave raids not only against the Irish and Scots, who are often called Irish and Norse sources, but also against Norse settlers in Ireland. 
or the Scottish Isles, or even in Norway itself. Slave trading was a major commercial activity of the Viking Age. Slavery and society in the middle of Scandinavia. The children of white slaves in Iceland were routinely murdered, routinely murdered in mass. I'll say this again. The children of white slaves in Iceland were routinely murdered in mass. Here we go. White slavery in early America. By David Brian Davies, writing in New York Review, Books 1811, October 11, 1990. Another recent time, as late as the 14th and 15th centuries, continuing shipments of so called white slaves, some of them Christians, flowed from the booming slave markets in the northern Black Sea, on the northern Black Sea coast in Italy, Spain, Egypt, and the Mediterranean. Islands from Barbados to Virginia colonists showed few scruples about reducing their less fortunate countrymen to a status little different from what of chattel slaves. Read this again. <clears throat> from Barbados to Virginia, colonists, colonists showed few scruples about reducing their less fortunate countrymen. These are Europeans. Selling Europeans out. Okay? They said that the, the, the prevalence and suffering of so called white slaves, serfs, and indentured servants in the early modern suggests that there was nothing inedible about limiting plantation slavery to people of African origin. Read this again. The prevalence and suffering of white or European slaves, serfs, and indentured servants in the early modern period suggests that there was nothing inedible about limiting plantation slavery to people of African origin. This is what they've been teaching in the schools. But they didn't teach you the other half of the story. It states that the slave trade worked in both directions, with European merchandise as well as African. In 1659, the English Parliament debated the practice of selling British, British so-called whites into slavery in the New World, what they call the New World. Okay, in the debate that the whites were referred to not as indentured servants but as slaves, whose enslavement threatened the liberties of all Englishmen. This is what's been going down. They had no qualms, like I said before, they had no qualms by selling their own people to us. They always talk about how we slave each other out to the European slavers. But they never talk about how the European slavers selling their own European slaves out to us. I'm going to go on a five-minute break, and I'll be right back dealing with the Clock of Destiny by C.M. Bay. All right.
All right, all right, all right. I'm back. All right. For those of you that know, uh, want to ask, uh, I want to know anything about this subject sub- subject I'm speaking about tonight. You can call uh, area code three one four six four 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 two five, or you can call nine one zero three six four nine zero nine nine. Nine nine one zero three six four nine zero nine nine three one four six four 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 two five. All right. Yes, uh, dealing with the uh, before I move on to, to the next subject, dealing with uh, you, <clears throat> if you're interested in more about uh, being slavery uh, by the Moors, you can uh, um, see so you can purchase this book called. White Slavery in the Barbary States, The Shame of Modern Civilization by Charles Sumner. By Charles Sumner. Charles Sumner, S-U-M-N-E-R. Charles Sumner. Okay, you can also check out the book. Um, They were white and they were slaves. The Untold History of Enslavement of Whites in Early America by Michael A. Hoffman II. By Michael A. Hoffman II. Hoffman spelled H-O-F-F-M-A-N, the second. Michael A. Hoffman II. Well, you may find these books of interest. Okay? Uh, like I say, this is not true, and I say this even to excuse the European at all, because I don't. Not to feel sorry for him or to apologize to him for any damn thing, you know, but it's to get us to see that we are not the victims as we think we are, and to get us to feel, and get us off of that. And I say it again, to get us off of that, them road that we've been playing for so long, and come out of our feelings and our emotions, so we can get started to rebuild things. For our people, for our children, for their children's children, for their children's 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 children. 
All right? But that's the only way you're going to fix this thing, by science and not by emotions. Speaking of science, I'm going to get into some more science right now. Teaching from the book, The Clock of Destiny, by C.M. Bay. All right. It says there, knowledge of truth is mankind's highest attainment. You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. All evidence points toward the fact that the truth been taught. There would have been no, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All evidence points toward the fact that had the truth been taught, there would, there would have been no need for that great statement to be recorded in literature, especially the Bible. Hmm. Because we all know that the Bible is also a science book. Also, it's a science book. Like the Quran. It's a science book. The Bhagavad Gita is the science book. They are science books. The Torah, they are science books. We all know, we all have to know that. Okay? Let me go on here. I am aware of the fact that the category of astrology, global geography, and the history of the Moorish nation will conflict with nine out of every ten persons of the United States of America, and still do, especially those often referred to as Negroes, ranging from 20 and 50 years of age, owing to Christian education. Therefore, I can see that the category of science mentioned will appear to the youth of tomorrow, those who will approach the ages of 18 to 21 by 1954. The restoration of civilization relies upon the ability of the group during the next seven years of global economic and social revolution. The majority of those now ranging between 20 and 50 years of age have been too deeply instilled with emotional, religious doctrines and distorted history, which has been written by prejudiced European, so-called European American. Educators, during the past 93 years, this group emotionally rely upon that which they have been taught to believe facts and testimony are not the foundation of their faith, except in very rare cases. These people accept without question the beliefs of those among whom they are born and reared and will disbelieve even the evidence of their senses rather than disband with the impractical emotional religious beliefs which have grown in them. Now, I'm going to start right here. Anybody said that this man didn't tell the truth? He hit it right on the money, didn't he? <clears throat> A lot of more like myself, Eileen, his, his empress, Kadira, a lot of you out there that's listening to this show tonight, knowing we have been trying to tell a lot of these sisters and brothers that think they are black, African-American, people of color, which is the the, uh, the norm, the normal terms they use today instead of Negro and colored. You know what he's talking about. 
you can show them evidence of what you're saying is true, and they'll still cling on to the other values that enslave them. They don't want to let it go. You're dealing with, you talk about, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the fourth and fifth dimension and beyond. I'm here to tell you, sisters and brothers, a lot of the Asiatic people are not going to make beyond that. A lot of them are not going to make it. Because they don't want to let the third dimensional world go. Meaning the material world. The world of so-called money, cars, and sex. They hold so dear to. As if if that all that is their God. Am I lying or not? You do the math. Okay, let me go on here. Persons who possess the applied knowledge of the science of astrology always employ the terms such as science, truth, or facts, rather than the mystic magic terms employed in religious mystery. Namely, Allah, God, Jehovah, Jesus, and Christ. These five magic religions terms breed only false fear, mental confusion, conflicting opinions, and secret hatred. They do. The way they are being taught. In Islam, as in Islam, as well as any other religion. That's why we call our religion Islamism, that old-time religion. But we know what the word religion means. Religion or, or to re- retire or to, tie, or to tie back. It really truly has nothing to do with spirituality. Uh, they teach about some of uh, most of your imams, preachers, rabbis, priests, reverends. Uh, they talk about, uh, uh, they want to, uh, uh, to see if how many pe- people they can get to follow them. Want to lead people, but not to teach people. Especially the truth. This is what he's talking about. As astrologers, we are as astrologers are aware of that the fact that the aforementioned mystic magic phrases of emotional fear employed in religious mystery are laden with confusion, mental slavery, human hatred, jealousy, discrimination human caste, economic and social degradation, human warfare, bloodshed, destruction, and starvation. Stop again here. The Christian church is the, is the main, if not the number one. The number one, the number one. Religion or the or religious institution that has uh, are responsible for more sh- bloodshed than any institution on the planet, along with Islam, Judaism, and so forth. 
in the name of God. Government Ordinance Department. There hasn't there hasn't been any real peace or world peace on the planet since the foundation and the the creation and the inventions of these religions. So you know something is terribly wrong. They are all reduced to mind controlled institutions. Because a lot of these religious leaders are looking for followers. How many people they can have follow them so they can feed off of them. Okay? Let me move along here. Today, religious worshipers have proven to the entire world that they had rather resort to emotional human hatred hmm, and fight, suffer, and die over the name of the mystical God and religion than reasonably agree with simplified and applied truth, facts, or science involving their economic and social stride as showed in the 12 signs of the ever-present zodiac. Because the church and all the other religions will tell you to stay away from the zodiac. Stay away from astrology. Stay away from astronomy. Stay away from cosmologics, period. Why? Because they know once you get off into that, and especially into astrotheology, they know the game is over. They have to find another job. They have to be unemployed. They have to go to the unemployed line now. Can't work for the establishment no more. Who's paying them? Who's employed by them? A lot of your Christian preachers. A lot of your rabbis, bishops. And church in these churches, synagogues, mosques. A lot of your Muslims uh, 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 as well, imams as well, putting it all out there. Paid big time to mislead the people. It says here, keynote of wisdom. In order that you might readily understand the contents of this book, you are advised to momentarily lay a stride Lay aside all that which you you have been taught to believe, except mathematics. I'll read this again. In order that you might readily understand the context of this book, you are advised to momentarily lay aside all that which you have been taught to believe, except math- mathematics. Because most of us have been taught to believe this all of our lives. It's embedded in us. You wear, you, you, a lot of us wear our faces or our turbans or tar bushes. And people still look at us strange, even by our own people. Look at us in a strange way. 
because they have, they have been taught taught differently. They have been taught to believe in a different way. They have been taught that the Fizz and the tar bush turbans, whatever, are uh, part of our culture. This is our culture. Every time someone comes and asks me when I wear my fez, they ask me, oh, the Shriners, the Shriners, the Shriners have something special this week? And I always tell them, no, I'm not a Shriner. What I have on my head is a Moorish fez. Oh, but the Shriners, uh, they, they, they wear that hat. I said, yeah, they wear the Moorish fez. They're wearing our fences because what they are doing, they are preserving the knowledge and the science of our people. Our people haven't yet waken up yet. But I always tell them it is a religious headdress, but it's also a nationalistic and 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 culturalistic as well while I wear the fez is who I am. I just wish a lot of us, more of us that are national, that knows better, that study the teachings will wear more often. Maybe a rub off on other other Asiatic people across the country, I don't know. What do you think? It says here, except mathematics. Why? Because mathematics is science. Mathematics is, is, is knowledge. Okay? It says here, and as a result, you will be guided by common reason rather than by traditional emotional belief. We talked about that, that a little earlier, didn't we? I'm going to go on. I am aware of the fact that both Muslim and Christ teachers have a monopoly on mystic religious superstition. Yes, they do, but not on mathematics. <coughs> the science, the sciences of ge geometry involving the 12 signs of the zodiac, the universal law, Islam. Islam, I, self, law, am, master. There's astrology and astronomy. The difference between astrology and astronomy is that astrology treats of human characteristics, talent, action, and reaction, sociology, economics, and global geography, or space and time. Astronomy is the priest, pope, bishop, rabbi, preacher, duke, duchess, queens, king, and Anglo-Saxon lords, code of the Christian world of whom propagates the myth culture of heaven in the sky and hell below after death. The Christian astronomers are the stargazers who go to heaven by way of an expensive telescope and promulgate that which they imagine live on the planets Mars, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, 
Moon, and Venus. Such philosophy definitely cannot help solve our economic and social problems. No, they cannot. The real moon and sun are under our feet, namely the Earth. What is he telling you? Stop right here. What is he telling you, Moors? I'll repeat this again. The real moon and sun are under our feet, namely the earth. He's telling you telling you telling you that the answer is within ourselves, not outside of ourselves. Not some spook spirit that's walking around out here somewhere that you're constantly searching for for the truth. The truth is within yourselves. I just say the height of the teacher in the uh, the one on ones. What is the higher self? The the higher self is the spiritual self, the God within you. What is the lower self? That is Satan. Hatred, lewdness, and everything that harms. Okay, it says here, the power of the moon and sun dwell in woman. That is correct. The power of the moon and sun dwell in woman because she is the first one that was here. They were the first, women were the first one that was here. We came from them. Though a lot of men can't deal with that. And I'm talking about a lot of brothers and even sisters that are highly cognizant of who they are. Can't even deal with that. Imagine that. Check that out. Because they have been so used to being taught another way. Thing had to do with the matriarch has nothing to do with it. But I'm here tonight to tell you it is all matriarchal. All matriarchal. All hell to the Moabite Moorish woman, the mother of the human family. Let me move along here. Astrology erases all beliefs and opinions of superstition. Confusion, religious mystery, false fear, and idol or image worship. That's why they tell you in your churches and even your mosques, cathedrals, Torahs, do not deal with astrology. Do not deal with astronomy. Do not deal with that. Do not deal with cosmology. Do not deal with that. That is of the devil. Because they know all that is detrimental, mental, uh, mental, what they are teaching you and have been teaching you all your life. Once, once you start doing these things, start uh, dealing with cosmology, the astrological and astronomical things, they're not uh, so much of control of you now no more, are they? Hmm. They lose. They will lose. They know they will lose their grip. They're not making so much resources or so-called money off of you. They're not getting wealthy off of you. But that's what they need you for. 
says here, astrology, astrology has always involved this universal simple fact. Namely, woman and grown sons in the course of one second can observe the moon, sun, stars, earth, and themselves without employing a telescope because that kind of science is already embedded in us. It's already within us. We don't have to do that studying so hard like the European does. This is our sciences. This is us. This is who we are. It says here, therefore, woman and grown sons comprise the supreme manifestation of the whole of creation, space and time, which need no doctrine of religious mystery, fear, and superstition to influence and to influence them to employ that which is right. Because the science of astrology, woman, sons. Hear what he said? Woman sons, woman and sons. The woman has the superior position. She's an adult. The male is a child. The woman is the first teacher. At the first school is a woman in her womb. That's the first school, the womb. I don't know how many of you heard, even in the Catholic Church, they will say the term that blessed of the fruit of thy woman, of the, of the, excuse me, blessed of the fruit of thy womb, Jesus Christ, or blessed of the fruit of thy mother, Jesus Christ. Because they know the science. They know the womb was the first teacher. Don't want you to know. To disconnect you away from that science. Let me move along here. Earth, water, air, heat, and food constitute the great force of creation, often referred to in science as electromagnet current and voltage, or atomic energy. Remember, the human body and mind and earth contain all elements of nature. We are what we eat, drink, inhale, and exhale. Therefore, all energy generates from our stomach, mind, and earth. We, the human family, are the only supreme moving planets or heavenly bodies. Objects do not come to us. We go to all objects by way of walking, riding, flying, sailing, observation, mathematics, vibration of sound, and signal. That is true. We breathe and eat. We are what we breathe and eat. That's why it's important for the breathing exercises that Dr. Alim also talks about so much. We should practice these breathing exercises every day to get a lot of the toxins out of our bodies. Fasting is fine. Cleansing is fine. But there's only so small percentage 
that you get rid of out of your body. The seventy percent of, of of it is is the breathing exercises. Okay. Our code of facts, perfection, and the guidance of practical wisdom comprise zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. It has here again three, six, nine, twelve. The universal standard rule of measurement and the letters of the alphabet. Astrology is the code of the Moorish nation and our forefathers of this hemisphere who founded the universal order of Islam 1,360 years ago and re-educated the confused human family, thereby establishing the greatest civilization that the world has ever known, the the civilization in which we now live. It says here, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, dash, 3, 6, 9, and 12 of the seconds of the minute, 60 minutes of the hour, and also the letters of the Arabic alphabet, all of which comprise the culture of the Moors and forefathers of the Muslim world, who are often referred to in Christian literature as Mohammedans or heathens. There's no such thing as a Mohammedan. It's a misnomer. Invented by the Catholic Church to disconnect you from who you really supposed to be or who you really are. Okay? So it says the code of the Roman cross order. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And the Latin or Spanish language compri- comprised the Christian code, of which was born out of our Moorish forefathers' code, because the Latin is uh, uh, <clears throat> the Latin is Moorish Latin, which what they uh, what they call Spanish today. Those are our languages. Our ancient languages, the ancient languages of the Moors, the ancient languages of our foremothers and forefathers. Here we go. <clears throat> the, the forefathers' code, the Moorish forefathers' code in South America, Patagonia, known today as Argentina. The original region of the new masses of humanity who possesses ruddy or red pale skin with greenish blue eyes and long blonde hair. Argentina, Brazil, Peru, Colombia, Venezuela, all of which comprised the springboard of the Roman nation of many different races, castes and color guided and color guided by dogmas. Dogmas. Dogmas is a Latin phrase. Which defined as false doctrine. That is a dogma. Remember when you hear the people talk, talk, uh, talking about religious dogmas, that's what they're talking about. 
predictions. Okay? It says here, Rome and Khan. The term Rome implies the people who conquer by intrigue, force, and violence and enslave the human mind through false doctrine of religious mystery and image or idol worship of various mystical god phrases most common of which are Jehovah, God, Christ, or Buddha. Let us remember that these United States of North America comprise every so-called race of the lily-white family. The term Khan implies the people who control the board of real estate, commerce, production, and distribution of the order of Roman colonization, which manifested with Wall Street in New York and Amsterdam or New York, which is uh, the name of actually, actually the, uh, the the real name of New York, which is Amsterdam, after Amsterdam, Holland. Sometimes called New Amsterdam. That is New York. New York, USA, and Java, East India. Both of which are the headquarters of the nobles, dukes, lords, and the duchess of Rome and Khan. The jury over the wealth and the culture of the Moorish Asiatic nations, our forefathers who were defeated by the Roman conquerors after having undergone some 364 years of intermittent conflict from Patagonia, as I said, Patagonia is Argentina, what they call Argentina today, Patagonia to Alaska, Canada, and Greenland. Having been defeated by the Roman tribes of South America, they submitted themselves to Roman slavery under names such as Negro and Indian, which resulted in the loss of their birthright in 1774. Christian calendar year, which is equivalent to the 1194 Moorish calendar year, 1453. As equivalent to 1492, the Christian calendar year is equivalent to 373-912 Moorish calendar year. The Roman conquerors added 580 years to the Moorish calendar, 1795. Christian calendar year is is equivalent to 1215 Moorish calendar year. 1865 Christian calendar year is equivalent to 1285 Moorish calendar year. And so on. New York is the empire state of the order of Rome and Khan. The lily white people of the world have you ever stopped to think that among the Asiatics of the USA, referred to as Negroes, there can had there can had had, had there had there can be had a similarity of every so-called race of the entire world. Okay, here we have the land of the Moors, the crest of Asia, Peru, Mexico, Isabella or Cuba, or Cuba. USA, Canada, and Alaska, all of which comprise the land of the cultured Moors. This is our land. This is our country, sisters and brothers. This is our home. 
you got a lot of brothers and sisters talking about going back to Africa because they really don't know. They are originally from here, although of African descent. I admit that. But we are the original inhabitants of here in the North, Central, and South Americas and the adjoining islands. This is our home. We are the true sovereign. We are the aboriginal indigenous people of this land. Okay? This is the cultured Moors, the descendants from the ancient Moabite nation, the fathers of civilization who inhabited the hemisphere. The USA, Alaska, and Canada lie in the geographical region on, on the crest of Asia, often referred to as the Temple of the Moon and Sun, of which scientifically implied the greatest inclination of the Earth's axis to the Sun. During the months of June, July, and August in the Northern Hemisphere, what our forefathers were before this land of ours, namely a Maxim, was named North, Central, and South America and the adjoining islands. We are that today without the doubt, without a doubt of contradiction, namely Moor. The name Moor is derived from the name Moabite. We are Moabite people. Sometimes I may use the term Moabite brother, sister, or Moabite sister, or Moabite sister. I may use the term Moor. Uh, Sometimes I use the term Moorish, but I don't like to use the term Moorish too much because, because Moorish is actually, when you say it that way, it, it, uh, you turn it into an adjective. But it's an adjective supporting a noun. You can't say that. The reason why most of our sisters and brothers use the term Moorish because they used to saying it all the time. Or they saying it from the Circle 7 or the 101s and 102s in the Moorish literature. Because of the prophet that used that term in that way, you know, during that time. This is why most of us are saying it. I say it a lot myself. As you've noticed tonight, I, uh, uh, and, and, I'm not, and I'll say it again before this, uh, uh, the show is over, okay? <clears throat> I'll say before any more information on this the subject, what I talk about, you can uh, get on the website, uh, com and get on his website. He has a lot of medicine, herbs, that you can take for different illnesses. And they got what you call healing wings. It deals with a reiki healer, tai chi, tai chi kong, and energy breathing. He's into all that. Been taught by some of the world's greatest masters. That is no joke. No joke, just facts. Okay? Let me move along here. <clears throat> the crest of Asia, symbolizing the Great Pyramid as the shown in the reverse side of the United States $1 bill. 
1928. <clears throat> Names such as Negroes, Black, Colored, Indian, Red, African, Jew, and White are slave labels of the Roman Cross Order of Segregation. Hatred, slavery, and exploitation. See, even White is a slave name. Is a status. Not a complexion. It's a color. Crayon, a Crayola. So therefore, there's no such thing as a group of white people. They don't exist. As there's no such thing as a group of black people. They don't exist. There's no such thing as a group of yellow people. They do not exist. No such thing as a group of brown people. They do not exist. No such thing as a group of red people. They do not exist. No such people exist in the human family. Those are all fictions on paper. Prima facie. Okay. The reconstruction period of 18... 1863 and 1865 resulted in the United Order of the Christian Lily White World of Organized Labor, Agricultural, Industrial, and Commercial Unionism, unionism and Military Procedure, which made the uh, Roman nations the mistress of the seven seas. The manifestation of the KC of the KKK or Ku Klux Klan, the Union of 18. Says in 1853, I'm sorry, 65 was the manifestation of the K of C and the KKK, which, uh, which involved some 500 million people of red or ruddy or pale skin with long hair, which comprised one fourth of the world's population of the 2 million, 160 million. The Asiatic nation comprised three fourths of the world's population and the European nation of the Roman cross order of Christ and Mary comprise one-fourth. The celebrated Magna Carta, Magna Charter of Colonial North America, which granted freedom to the blonde masses, in mass French, which defines in English as one body. The celebrative Magna Charta is the document which granted economic, social, and commercial freedom and equality to all people of ruddy pale skin with long hair or flaxen regret, regretless to race regardless to race, label and religionism or politician faith. The celebrated story of Abraham Lincoln involving the freedom of the Moorish descendants referred to as Negroes is played up falsely. Big time. The insignia on the United States dime of 1865 represents the staff of the Roman axe, or sometimes called thysi, with the word fascist come from, or fascism. Okay? The United White Order, of which unfortunately left the Moorish or Asiatic descendants on, on the outside looking in, universally, during the past 93 years of Roman economic and social commercial stride. 
Father Abraham, the God of the Roman Union, involving the North and the South Pole, July 4th and January 1st. If you are skeptical, you might denounce the names such as Negro, Colored, Black, and African. Go to the library and ask for the history of the Moorish Empire. Your history and careful and your history and carefully observe the white service reactions. This is the history the European American has thought you would never know. Nevertheless, you have the fundamentals in this book, namely Clock of Destiny. The two empires during the past 57 years of the new era of Islam. During the past 1367 during the past 1,367 years, there have been only two world empires, namely the Moorish Empire of the Order of Islam and the Roman Empire of the Order of Christ and Mary. The Order of Christ is 173 years old, calculated from 1774, the era from resulted in the birth of the United States Marine, Marine Corps in the colonial North America. The Queen of the German Francisco and French legions referred to as pirates. During the Moorish world, dominations there was no Europe. I see again. During the Moorish world, domination there was no Europe. England, France, Greece, Rome, Egypt, Africa, China, Japan, or Russia across the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans. Therefore, the United States history of the Christian order might be compared with that of the celebrated the celebrative story referred to as Santa Claus mythology. Did you, did you ever stop to think that on the most sacred day of the Christian order, namely December 25th, the Christian nation nations promulgate the world's greatest false, the myth of Santa Claus? Remember, December 25th is the foundation of the philosophy of Christ. That's right. That will be in two days from now. Actually, they are celebrating the return of the sun. And what it does, the sun, the sun never moves. The sun never moves by one inch. It is the earth that moves. It is the earth that evolves. And when the earth uh, uh, reaches, uh, when the earth moves down as far as north as it can, it stops and spins on its axis for three days and three nights. And on the 25th of December, the Earth moves one degree south, where it makes it be appeared that the sun is moving one degree north. And when the ancients saw that, they thought that the sun was born again. And it says here in the Christmas uh, one of the Christmas songs, it says, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive its king. Because the sun is the savior. If you don't think so, wait till it never starts showing up and see what will happen to everybody on this planet. But it's been misconstrued. It's been corrupted. Okay, I don't know how much time I have left 
on the show, but I'm going to keep on going until they say otherwise, until they cut me off. The history of the Moorish nation lies in the library of every state of the Union. The history of the Moorish nation, our forefathers, lies hidden in the lab library of every state of the Union and also in the library of practically every home of European Americans, referred to as white people. Therefore, the history of the Moorish Empire is not news to them, for they have been guided by the history of the Moors under potent influence of fear and hatred during the past 93 years, calculated from 1865. It is impossible for the people, I'm going this first, the basic reason for any the basic reason why Asiatics can never become Christians. Hmm. It is impossible for the people of heavy olive and live olive way of skin, commonly known as dark brown and light brown, to to ever become a Christian. Because of this fact, the Christians worship a white son of God and his white mother Mary, the very image of themselves. The Christian God is definitely white already. His only begotten son is tangible evidence. You may add, you might ask yourself, what question, what chance do I have to enter the gates of the Christian heaven, dominated by a white god? His son, his son, Mother Mary, the very image of the woman who falsely cries rape, followed by sons of cross burning and lynching, such as the Christian nations. Heaven dominated by the white woman of the God of hatred, fear, crime, and corruption. On the contrary, there was a specific reason for the new masses of humanity to refer to as white people to establish the church and false doctrine of Christ and Mary. So let us observe the reason in order that we might take a broad view, which will enable us to erase the hatred against them, which is now dominating our nature. That was the uh, uh, this statement. This is why I touched on the white slavery thing because this statement I just made to you just now. All right. May the peace and honor to you and your family and to the whole you, uh, human family. I say to you all, may my spirit and your spirit spring forth with the jaguar. Peace and honor to you. Peace out. Peace, family.